Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Uh, Eric Koyu is on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. He's got a pretty good quarterback who runs yeah. a little bit and throws it pretty well. He's got to deal with that. Yes, he does, and so does his quarterback. Uh, Coach Koyu joining us. Big game this week. It's our high school game of the week on the buzz. Coach, welcome. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks, fellas, for having me on. You bet. Um, so let me ask you about that because there is a lot that you put on a quarterback. There's a lot of information to process, and I'm sure you do want to make it as simple as you can for him, uh, but also you want to get him to, I, I assume, you know, sort of have an enriched quarterback experience to some degree, if that's the right way to say it. How do you balance that as far as, you know, getting him to have a full understanding of, of what you guys are trying to do, but also try to keep it simple? Yeah, you know, really the, the cold quarterback issue is such a big thing because football's evolved so much uh, to the point where we're asking so much of a quarterback, um, you know, at every level, NFL, you know, down to uh, elementary football. And, you know, I've just been in this so long and I've seen that evolution. It makes it really tough for these quarterbacks. But, you know, they literally, the experts say, what, there's five or six, only five or six quarterbacks that can win a Super Bowl. Uh, in the war, you know, the, the, in the NFL, and so, so that shows you how, you know, how important the quarterback position is at the highest level of the game in the world, the multi-billion-dollar industry. So, you know, the game has just changed a lot in the years, and yes, the quarterback has uh, a lot on on their shoulders, and we ask them to do a lot. Um, you know, when I, uh, uh, you know, when I, <laughs> I started. Uh, coaching so many decades ago, you know, you had about everybody you know, on the team wanting to play quarterback. It's tougher to find now guys to even want to play that uh, position because it is so difficult. And, uh, and yeah, so we've got, you know, Walker, who's you know, one of the uh, really promising young quarterbacks around, and he has so much potential. But, you know, there's so many variables that go into every play of uh, you know and 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 offenses and defensive schemes and and then you're I heard you guys talk about the pass protection and you know there's just the the opponent and what they're trying to do is just a lot of a lot of variables. How do you weigh out Walker and running the ball and as far as and then staying in the pocket and throwing? Well, you know, one thing you've you know that is a big topic in football right now is is how much can a quarterback you know, and of course the running back issue you know with with you know that has been prominent in the game of football and the conversation you know on their uh, injury rate and that sort of thing is is how much can you you know effectively run a quarterback as the levels get higher and higher and have him stay healthy. Uh, you know, and so you have to always have a balance between, uh, you know, between that to some degree. And, and, uh, and it, you know, it's very difficult on these dual threats. But if you watch the college game uh, over the last 10 years, you know, the dual threat guy has become what, you know, what everybody's going for. And, and Walker, you know, uh, obviously presents that because he's, you know, 6'4", 220, he's fast and, and can, uh, you know, can obviously spin the ball very with a quick, you know, with a high velocity and gets it out quick. And so it makes him that dual threat that so many of these college quarterbacks or, or college coaches are looking for in their quarterbacks. Talking to Eric Coe, you on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. We brought him on to talk about uh, 
the game this week, but we've gotten into the depths of quarterback play. So let's talk about the game a little bit this week, Coach. It's a big one every year, and sometimes it's a big one twice a year, depending on if you guys meet in the playoffs as well. So you guys are home, which is great. You've dealt with a couple of injuries this year, and I know PA's had to deal with some of that as well. Um, have you guys had to do much reshuffling with all that? I know you've had uh, some backups who have had an opportunity to play here so far, but uh, how's all that gone? Yeah, and there's one uh, special backup that did a great job for us last week and a highlight, and that obviously Maddox. So oh, thank uh, we you. appreciate him stepping in uh, last week, and he did a phenomenal job for us. And uh, yeah, you know, this time of year we're mid-season, and every team, every coach I talk with, you know, is talking about how many you know injuries they're having to deal with. So that's another variable of the game, and it's at the high school level. You know, it's it's even more difficult to some degree than you know at the other levels. But uh, you know, so we're we're really you know we have had to shuffle you know with some injuries and and uh, you know we kind of just take the next man up approach and uh, you know it's all part of a puzzle and uh, and you know PA's had injuries you just mentioned we've had injuries uh, uh, you know I know other teams in the conference and in the area I was just talking to a couple coaches yesterday talking about how many guys they had injured. Uh, so, so that is part of, you know, adapting and so that will play a, a factor in Friday's game. It's obviously a huge game because, uh, our conference is, is a tough conference. We're all jockeying for, you know, uh, uh, playoff spots and playoff positioning. And, you know, everybody would love to get the, the one or two seeds so you can, uh, you know, have a buy round one and, and, you know, and, and focus, you know, a little bit. But, you know, we're right part of the season right now is what I call it, mid-season. And it makes for exciting uh, atmosphere Friday night uh, with uh, with two good teams going at it. Yeah, it'll be a circus. And, by the way, if you can't get over there, you can listen to it again on the buzz. We appreciate Bird Street Communities, our high school game of the week sponsor every week. You guys face some adversity early on. We've been talking about Arkansas this week a lot, Coach, and obviously they're going through it right now, and then they're turning around and playing a great team in LSU. And you guys were in the, kind of a tough situation as well. You you get Shiloh in there, and other than you know learning that uh, the Bo Williams are really good back and, and they've got a really good team, you guys had a short week and turned around and play a really physical Lake Hamilton team, and you guys bounce back in a big way. Uh, your your team, you know, I'm assuming there's some positives to glean from that. What would you guys take from – you know, taking it on the chin a little bit and then having to turn around quickly and playing really well in the next one. Yeah, you know, I, um, hats off to our team for responding, bouncing back. I challenged them. And, and you know, we kind of live in a society that just wants, you know, success all the time. But really, failure is actually important for correction and development and building perseverance and strength, and, which are all necessary, you know, to be successful in whatever you do. Uh, and so so we challenged the teams, and look, you know, we failed. It exposed some things. If we correct now, failure is a form of correction, which everybody that's successful in any business or any, you know, uh, avenue in life knows how to self-correct when they make mistakes or when they fail, and our team responded to that and, and have had a couple uh, good weeks. But we've also challenged our team to be consistent uh, week in, week out. We feel like we're not, uh, you know, you don't want to peak too early. We certainly don't have to worry about that because we've not peaked uh, yet. And so we still feel like our best football is yet to come, and I'm challenging the team to be consistent week in, week out. Uh, but, yeah, we think the, the Shiloh uh, loss, uh, you know, corrected some of the things that, that we needed to correct. Coach, 
Pulaski Academy lost their, their top running back when he uh, transferred, moved to uh, Nashville, Tennessee, lost their top wide receiver, John Mark Charette. What have you seen out of this PA team the last couple of weeks to be able to still find a way to win? Well, they just have such a, a high level of execution, no matter who's playing. Uh, there's, you know, this is my seventh year in Arkansas, and, and um, you know, and obviously three of those years we played them twice, and so they just do a good job of executing at a high level, no matter who's in the game, and uh, you know, they they um, you know against the. Uh, the team from Jackson, Mississippi, MRA, they were down and, you know, found a way to come back. They were uh, uh, down against Russellville halftime, came back. So, so really, you know, good programs, if you just play four quarters and you got a good team and, and play, you know, uh, then you'll find ways to win. So I think they they just have that mentality of we're going to keep plugging away and, uh, you know, and, and, you know, that's something to be commended. And, and every good team, you know, it part, again, part of being successful and winning big games, winning championships, uh, comes from being able to play from behind. And uh, that was one of the things that we were challenged with back to the Shiloh deal is we struggled when we just got down behind, behind a little bit, you know, mentally. And, and you've got to be able to play from behind. Uh, Pulaski's shown that's not a problem for him. So I've been behind a couple times this year. And so, you know, uh, I think that's probably a testament as much as anything is is uh, don't watch the scoreboard. You know, the, the team that executes the best, that makes the fewest turnovers, you know, is, is week in, week out going to be successful. So that's why I'm really preaching to our team consistency because we know we've got a good football team, but it's what we produce week in, week out, and we want to be consistent with that. Coach, I want to ask you one last thing here. We were uh, gathering last night for Maddox's birthday, and, and we were t- I was talking to his girlfriend. I said, it, it feels like there was something else going on this week. I was like, is it homecoming week? And she said, no, it's PA week. So for the school, it's a huge deal, obviously. This is one that's circled every year. It's a rivalry game. There is a certain level of uh, anticipation, expectation, and a lot of pressure. I think added pressure probably for maybe the fan base. I don't know if the guys feel it, but I'm just curious because this game doesn't mean everything for what you guys want to accomplish this season and everybody has their rivalry games. How do you handle a game like this, knowing it's inherently more important to a lot of people? Um, and when you're dealing with your players, what are you talking about getting ready for this game and also sort of balancing that if you don't happen to win it, it doesn't mean everything? You know, that's correct. Is, is we want the team that's finishing at top at the end is the most important thing. And so, and we're, again, we're just right in the middle of the season. We've got a whole second half of the season and playoffs to deal with. So, um, but, uh, but you make a great point and almost every reporter I've done interviews with this week or any year, you know, folk, you know, they ask why, well, the why it's such a big game is, is, you know, all these kids run around together. They're in uh, their church youth groups together, their neighbors, they've known each other. They've played on travel teams together. So there's a lot of social connectivity, uh, between the two schools. And, and so that makes it a unique game. Because you know, uh, a lot of times your your rivalries are with a uh, you know a town ten miles away, you know that mm-hmm. sort of thing or whatever. But uh, uh, and we all know those rivalries here in Arkansas that exist between two two bordering towns or something. But this is more of a you know, there's so much connectivity, and so the word I would use is just proximity. Is, yeah. is everybody's kind of connected? 
geographically and in their social circles. So it makes it a makes it a, a bigger a bigger social thing, as you mentioned. But but what you do with your team is you focus on football because it's really blocking and tackling. It's who executes the game plan the best. Um, it's who wins the turnover battle. And so what we try to do all week in practice is focus on. Uh, the football game, and uh, and then try to, you know, just say, guys, yeah, it's going to be a big atmosphere, and have fun with it. You know, uh, there's there's a there's a lot of of uh, you know teams. Uh, there's a lot of kids in this state or all across the country that never get a chance to play in front of a crowd with thousands of people that'll be here Friday night, and people listening to it on the radio, and and you know watching it stream, and there's just a lot of electricity, so in the air, and a lot of excitement, and you know, go out and have fun yep. and uh, and uh, enjoy the pageantry of a big high school football game and Friday Night Lights, which is part of our Southern culture. No, nope, no doubt. Exciting time. All right, Coach, we're going to let you go. Last question here. Uh, today's Bill Murray's birthday. You got a favorite Bill Murray movie? Yeah, <laughs> uh, probably, you know, the, the Caddyshack uh, character, you yep. know, um, you know, I mean, he uh, th- that still, you know, cracks me up every time I watch Caddyshack. Uh, yeah. But he's had a lot of good ones, and uh, he, he definitely, uh, uh, definitely, um, you know, is, is uh, has had a great uh, comedian career through the years. And yeah, I'm, age- I'm dating myself now. No, know, we're, we're all right there with you. Some of those. Some of those, all those '80s movies he yeah. was in, but uh, yeah, that was. I can't. If I had to just pick one right now, I'd be Caddyshack, and I like his his character in that movie. Cracks me up. We actually did a, a a favorite sports movie of all time bracket years ago, and that won out over every other sports movie ever made. So I was I was surprised, honestly. <laughs> yeah. So it's way up there for a lot of people. Well, Coach, good luck this week. I appreciate it. We'll see you on Friday. All right, thanks, fellas. Have a good you, one. Coach. Right, take care.